never any doubts in my mind because I'm the best in the world, even though a lot of you don't like to hear it. I just, it's fact. I'm the best. You know what I mean? I sometimes I don't want to believe in myself, but it's the truth. I'm the best. Fresh greens only. Fresh greens only. Fresh greens only. Murmur it up, D-Bags. Fresh greens only. Fresh greens only. Fresh greens only. It's still real to be damn it. Fresh green bowling. What's up, guys? Kale, how you doing today? I'm doing okay today. I'm kind of getting over this weekend's sorrows, but uh, it's good to be back on the podcast. How are you doing, Brock? Not bad. Not bad. Just uh, just kicking it. Still had some. My sorrows came on Thanksgiving. Thursday was tough for some people. Yeah, yeah. It, I kind of hate Thursday games where you're like, well, there it goes. Then you have three Thursday games. All those players, it's just rough. Let's just say Dallas didn't do you any favors. Dallas didn't do me any favors. Hunter Renfro did Taylor a huge favor. That's twice he's putting high points on my ass. Twice. Taylor has? Yeah, this year. Yeah. Taylor's got a good team sometimes. Without Pat Mahomes. Hey, weird year. It's a weird year, and... uh Boy, it's tight. It is really, really tight. How tight is it, Brock? Tight b-hole. Yeah, it's really tight. Yeah, really uh, tight b-hole. Really, nobody's out of it. No, no. Uh, besides Max, but Max is—he can somehow leapfrog, not being last place. It's gonna take some miracles, some really high-scoring weeks, some really dud weeks for. Uh, well, hell, me, you, Keller. Yeah. We'll just try to... Yeah, the odds are low. The odds are very low, but... It can happen. It, it can definitely happen. It can definitely happen. So, I, we've seen the the C. Stu Todd thing last year. I mean, that was insane in itself. So that proved that you never count anything out in fantasy football. Yeah, definitely in fantasy football. Uh, yeah, definitely a little rough. So, we got... We got some standings to go over. Let's... let's this is this is we, where it, we uh, definitely do. Sorry, I do want to just turn it back just real fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so you believe the two lowest scoring teams in the loser bowl should be out? Yeah, yeah. There's and, no buys in no. the loser bowl. Yeah, We're yeah, all losers. That, that's it. I, I, say I feel like that's the argument. You shouldn't. I'm the most experienced loser bowl. That's true. Uh, player, me and me and Austin, Costin. We're we've been in a loser bowl two years, three years in a row. I like the format. I say we keep it that way. It's really not hard. Um, yeah, being mediocre shouldn't get you anything. No, it really shouldn't. And when it comes to the loser bowl, you just want low low points out of there. Yep. So ah. what were where the vote end up? I didn't see. I think people just kind of quit voting. Yeah, I think there was what five votes. Yeah. Yeah, five, six tops. I I don't know. That's half the league. That's about the amount of people that listen to this podcast. Call them, yeah. Yeah. Little inactives. Yep. Yep. Have have a little, which is crazy in the tightest league there is. Cream's the same way. Just inactivity. coincidence? I think not. No, not inactivity. Just tight. It's tight. Oh, tightness. Why is there inactivity? As far as? Uh, Just votes. This vote. is an important vote. And it needs to be made quick. Right. Two weeks. Go and vote. It's important for at least six of us. Yeah. 
yeah, it's very, it's very important for at least six of us. So, but and why? Why is it important? Well, it's the standings. That's, yeah, that's why. That's why. That's the whole thing. Number twelve, Max, the only man at this current moment officially eliminated from the playoffs. A hundred or that a thousand two hundred eighty-eight point four eight points. Uh, that is last in the league. He had sixteen fifty-six against him. So he's also had it rough both ways, scoring and just getting destroyed on top of it. Yeah. You mentioned that he can still salvage the last place. Um, well, he's trying not to get last place. Yeah. And that's still possible. And that's still possible. So you're still playing for something, Max. Yep. He needs the, – the easiest person to reach would be Connor. Um, he just needs to outscore him by 60. And uh, he has to win out. Connor has to lose out. So, And here's where it gets – um, interesting because from here on out, everybody has a chance to make the playoffs. Uh, Zeke and destroy Connor. It's five and seven with uh, thirteen hundred and forty-six points scored. Had a tough year. Uh, that defense couldn't get uh, the opposing team off the field, but they just kept putting up points. Fifteen hundred and thirteen. So. It's not been a bad year for Connor scoring-wise. He's just got to put up some big weeks in these last two that we have remaining. But still not out of it. Nope, still not out of it. Also as well, uh, Keller Puff Puff Pass, 1,434 points, uh, 1,487 against. So actually, you know, fairly even on that account. But uh, yeah, 5-7 and seven right now, fighting for a spot just like the rest of us. And the rest of us like number nine, Costin. Uh, 1,442 points. Uh, 1,386 against. So It's been an easy year for us. Yeah, with that ratio, you would think. That means you've been destroying people when you win and losing some yeah. semi-closer games. Yeah, it's been, it's, yeah, that checks out because there's been a couple of games that we just had no issue whatsoever and other games where we gave the other team no issue whatsoever. Uh, on to number eight. It is Brock. It is Avril Levine and the HJs. They are also five and seven. They are a high-scoring team. Second highest point scored on the year at 1609. Uh, but here's the problem. 1664 scored against. That, that is bad luck. Yeah, just tough. Tough luck. And, uh, Hunter Renfro, like 20 points, so yeah. Just gotta, just gotta get that win, and boy, if you get that win, you know you're jumping. So it's yep. you're in good shape. This is the fifth high points against me this year. Man, yeah, just, just rough, rough. Anyway, number seven, Michael, uh, thirteen fifty three points, thirteen twenty one against. Definitely, uh, definitely working out in his favor. Not scoring a ton of points, but hey, he's uh, he's been in some suck fests that he's been on the right side of. So you always want to be on the good side of the suck fest. Eating those dubs. On to wreak havoc. That's all caps. That's Clarence. He's six and six. He has lost two of his three key pieces of the season. Yeah. Derrick Henry, IR. Christian McCaffrey, IR once again. Yeah, he's just had bad go. McKissick, uh, Juju. He still has Tyreek. And when you Tyreek. have Tyreek, you have a chance. 
but uh, fourteen thirty-two as far as points scored, and he's had a bunch of sc- points scored against him at fifteen thirty-one. Wreak havoc, Clarence sitting at that final playoff position right now. Yeah, number five, this son of a bitch, the Golden God, fifteen twenty-five for thirteen fifty-three again. So he's scoring well, not getting a ton scored on him. That's a good combination. Yeah, he's had high points um, this year several times. Is that four or five? We'll check the tape. We'll check. We'll check it. On to number four, A and B and the Ass Eaters, or just the A and B Ass Eaters, coming on strong lately. They are indeed Brock, and it's fifteen eighty-one points scored, fourteen twenty-six scored against. But he's out there. Uh, he's out there with Jonathan Taylor and Dalvin Cook. Well. He'll be down Dalvin Cook, but hey, you got Alexander Madison, so that helps. And still got Jonathan Taylor. So he is somebody that you don't want to you don't want to see in the playoffs. Nope, you definitely do not. Um number uh number three, Todd, the Feedy Seaters, 1474 for him, fourteen twenty six against him. Uh good ratio on that side. He's been getting the wins that he needs. Uh yeah, and he's sitting at number three, seven and five. Uh, not safe. Though. No, no, no one's safe besides C Stu. And as long as, well, you can talk about number two. Yeah, Kyle Kyle Streeter, whistling bungholes. It is high points for the year so far. Seventeen twenty three, fifteen fifty eight scored against. People scored a lot against him too. Yeah, so. and he's just he's well, he's. He just has his team has played really good. He's had some good, good draft, good draft this year for Kyle and a lot of leagues that we're a part of. Yeah, yeah, you went heavy on Eckler this year. Yeah, that helps. Yep, went heavy on Eckler. Eight and four, and still, well, sitting right now in two seed, but that is no guarantee. You still gotta, still gotta win the next two. Yep, still does not have that first round by, uh, but C Stu, the Glizzy God, does have that first round by. Locked up finally. It was we kind of cinched it in last week. Well, now it's one hundred percent official. No one can catch him. Yeah. yeah well, I'm, I'm sorry. A first week by. I want to make reiterate first week by, not first seed, because Kyle can still catch him technically. Right. And a, one and two seed get first. Yeah, he yeah, gets. So Kyle he, really yeah. needs. Kyle needs to win one game. Yeah, Kyle needs to win one game and then, to sure up that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it most likely not guaranteed, but we're looking at C Stu and, and Kyle getting that. Yep, more than likely getting that one, getting that one seed, getting that buy. That's who my money was on from the very beginning, right? From the very beginning. Yeah, we all seen this coming. But that pretty much concludes the rankings, and and let's not forget that C Stu still has seventy one fab, and so if he needs if he needs some help in the. Uh, off the waiver wire, he's he's got the he's got the ability. To do you do remember it, so. where, when he spent a hundred dollars before the season started on Fab? What like last year? Uh, was that Two years la- ago? Yeah, I think that was yeah. I, I can't remember what year, but he spent a hundred dollars at the very beginning, and he's always had a ton of Fab at the end. He's got it. He's got it now. He does have it, and he's still you know bidding you know pretty. You know, just he's just saving it. He's he's saving it. So 
you know, we can get $14 on Taysom Hill. If I had that much money, I'm throwing 30, 40. So, still, uh, still spending. Yeah. Big spender, see, see, over here. See, stew with the, with the dollars. Absolutely. Now, speaking of dollars, it is time to get into the cream of the crop. Let me say it out loud. The cream of the crop. I am the cream. I am the cream, yeah. The cream of the crop! The cream of the crop, that is right. We are talking the top 10 players on the week. Matthew Stafford, number 10. He was needing a good game. Uh, He got it against the Packers. 22 fantasy points. I feel like... Maybe a low number for top 10, but maybe I'm just uh, discounting it a little bit. I don't know. Just didn't seem like didn't seem like a top 10 performance that Matthew Stafford put up, but it was 22 points, and it was 300 passing yards and three touchdowns. That's where, that's where he made his money. He got to score those touchdowns. I feel like he did not have that game. I feel like this is lying to us. Like that, yeah. I, I do not feel <laughs> Starting off the top ten with a uh, with a shebang, you know, a nasty taste in our mouth. Yep, number nine, Adam Thielen, twenty two point seven points for Todd. He had five receptions, sixty two receiving yards, but he had the two touchdowns. And uh, yeah, that's how he makes his hay is those touchdowns. Yeah, he's he's getting up there in years, but Jefferson's getting all the yards. Thielen's getting all the touchdowns. TDs on to number eight. Josh Allen scored a couple TDs. Well, a couple plus a couple. That was four passing touchdowns. 23 completions for 260 yards, so the yards really weren't there. Um, but the four touchdowns and then the 43 rushing yards, that is nice. 25.7 points out of Josh Allen and helping Todd out all the way. Yep, back-to-back players for Todd. On to number seven, though. Uh, Michael getting 26.3 out of Elijah Missile. Uh, 133 rushing yards, 35 receiving yards on five receptions, and then he had a rushing touchdown on top of that. Uh, just getting a lot of usage. Yes, um, you're welcome. You're welcome, Michael. That would have helped us out this week. But Dak Prescott, he helped, he helped Taylor's team out. 26.8 points against Vegas on Thanksgiving. Two passing touchdowns. And uh, it was the 375 yards. It's a nice game out of him. But, uh, yeah, the two touchdowns, 26 points. Dak Prescott for Grady. Grady Taylor. Yep, getting him. Getting I'll let you points. take this next guy because it kind of upsets me a little bit. Costin. She walked with a Waddle, 27.2 points. Did you not start Waddle? Didn't even notice that. Yeah, didn't it? Damn. Nine receptions, 137 receiving yards, and receiving touchdown. Big game. Yeah, it was. It was a big game. Didn't really help us out because, well. Still would have lost. We didn't start him. I think we still would have lost, maybe. I don't know. We'll get into it. Yeah, we could we can go over those points difference. But this guy was on my team. 
and he was in my starting lineup. It was Aaron Rodgers, and it was another top ten performance two weeks in a row. Gets the Rams, 27.8 points. He can only fill four of his toes, but that doesn't matter. He got three touchdowns on the day. 28 completions, 307 yards. And it was that rushing touchdown that helps the, uh, you know, give, give me them six points. Yeah, fuck them toes. Number three, Cordero, Cordero Patterson, 28.5 points. He had 108 rushing yards, 27 receiving yards on two receptions. And then he had two rushing touchdowns. Just Falcons are a different team with him. Yeah, yeah, they are. And uh, he is he is what Mike Davis once was thought of. Bummer. Yeah, it is a bummer. Cordell Patterson. That's a that's a fun little fun little player having your team though. Yeah, definitely. And this guy is really fun. Joe Mixon. It's about time. It's about time. That we've seen this because, well, it's been year after year we've we've expected it. But he's number two, week twelve, coming off a twenty-four point game, twenty-five point game, twenty-five point game. Let's throw in a thirty-one point game for Joe Mixon. He is hot right now. RB three. RB three and Savage Sooner is eating it up. 165 yards, two touchdowns, uh, getting four receptions. So a little, little extra points there, but Joe Mixon getting her done. And number one. A good player. I grant you that. 10 points a game, sure. 20 points even, absolutely. And all of a sudden, this guy comes out of nowhere, scores four touchdowns, gains 200 yards. Drops a 40-burger on me. You know what? I hope this guy gets mouth cancer. I do. Do. That one was rough. Lenny Fournette, 41.6 points. Went against him in three leagues. You did? I did. Me and Keller went against him in one, and, well, we really needed that win. Yeah, that was extremely unpleasant all day Sunday. Like, just watching Fournette destroy my Colts and destroy my fantasy teams. One-man wrecking crew. He had 100 rushing yards on the dot, 31 receiving yards on seven receptions. Then he had three rushing touchdowns and a receiving touchdown. Yeah. He's making it look easy. He is making it look easy. That was definitely rough. Uh, But, yeah, Leonard Fournette, number one. Not a name I thought would be number one at any point on the season. Didn't Rojo get a fucking touchdown, too? Rojo got that TD, yeah. Yeah, Rojo got a touchdown, too. So, Leonard Fournette sitting at number five running back on the season. Yeah, that's a... I mean, that's what's propelled the Golden God, really. That's him and Swift, which who knows about Swift this second, but Fournette has just... Is Swift injured? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, now, I last I heard, it was day-to-day, so he very well may be back, but, I mean, he, he was out that game. He looked like he was hurt. hurt yeah. So. Right, yeah. So we will definitely see, but let's get into it, folks. We are talking about the Week 12 Recap. The first recap we have the Golden God taking down Avril Levine and the HJs. And this was Taylor's high points game of the week. And here, this one's for you, Taylor, and you only, Taylor. So, this is the team. Uh, whoa. 
I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? Because I'm looking at the rest of you guys. This is the guy in the house doing all the fucking. Am I right? You know I'm right. This guy fucks. Thank you. You know, I stopped sending yeah, Taylor I stopped sending Taylor the links to the podcast. and um, I should really do it. We mention him a lot, especially when, he, when he's getting high points. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, it was um, it was a one forty four to eighty seven thumping over Avril Avril Levine and the HJs, and well, with that kind of point discrepancy, there's some D's coming your way. Thirty seven. My girlfriend sucked thirty seven dicks in a row. In a row, uh, she did. She sucked them, and. Let's see who's responsible for handing out the dicks. It is 26 points out of deck. 1.4 points out of DeAndre Swift. Leonard Fournette. Number one player. 41 points. Hunter Renfro Thursday. Ruining Brock's Thanksgiving Day. Stephon Diggs. 17.9 points. Also hurting. Um, Turkey Day. Was that on Thursday? Yeah. Yeah, that was yep, Thursday. that was Thursday night. Oh, boy. Uh, 14.5 points out of a man's man, Mark Andrews. Melvin Gordon, huh? That catch was fun. And they were like, that's a man. I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> they said it themselves. So they say. Uh, Melvin Gordon, 9.3 points. And Ramondre Stevenson, 4.6. The Chargers getting 9 points for... The Golden God, and on the other side, Brock uh, getting 15 out of Cousins. We'll take that. Nine out of Foreman. 21 out of Antonio Gibson. 16 out of Cooper Cup. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going down here. Where did it go wrong? Keenan Allen getting you 13. Uh, but Tyler Higby, point eight zero points. Chris Godwin. 1.7. Lamar Jackson, you expect... Not four interceptions. Not four interceptions. Eight points. And the Cowboys defense letting you down, only getting you eight, uh, two points. Yeah, so... I mean, a lot of... There's a few responsible for, for the Ds this week for Brock. Yeah. I mean, his team, no matter what I did, his team was just better. I went up against Dak and Fournette and... It's been that way all year for you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, he had a lot of players have, two players have top 10 performances and then solid games from close to everyone else besides Ramondre and uh, and old Swift. On to the next matchup, though. We have the Whistling Bungholes getting another win. Another much-needed win. I mean, they're all much-needed at this point. Taking out the boss. His boss, to be exact, Clarence. Wreak havoc. It's ugly, like look at you, it's a damn shame. Just remember all caps when you spell the man name. If they are all caps, right now the font is about six. Real small, so uh, get your shit together, buddy. Get your shit together! Get it all together and put it in a backpack. All your shit! So it's together. And if you gotta take it somewhere, take it somewhere, you know? Take it to the shit store and sell it. Or put it in a shit museum. I don't care what you do. You just gotta get it together. Get your shit together. 
That's right. Get it together. And then, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a suck fest of sorts. Think what? Everybody should like suck your asshole or something? Yep, Clarence, you almost saved me from the D's, but not quite enough. It was 133.3 for Kyle. On the other side, Clarence had 79.14. And let's get into it. Uh, Cam Newton benched 6.68 points. Christian McCaffrey hurt three and a half. McKissick had 20.1 points before uh, leaving the game. He's uh, he's in concussion protocol right now. So yeah, I wasn't sure what happened to him. Yeah, it it looked like a rough hit. Like, and I never quite heard what it was. I just I saw the hit and I knew it was bad. But I didn't think it did. It's like he just went down into the guy's leg. Yeah, I mean, I think he wasn't expecting the contact and it. Caught him off guard. Yeah, probably. Uh, Jameson Crowder gave you one. Uh, the rough routes of Kenny G, 6.5. Uh, Evan Ingram, 6.2. Robbie Anderson, 2 points. He has the uh, lowest catch percentage when thrown his way at 41%. That's not good. That's not good. Teddy Bridgewater, 17.16 points. And then the Bears defense gave him 18. But on the other side for Kyle and the two-seed whistling bungholes, Tyler, uh, Tyler Heineke, Taylor Heineke, I don't care. 10.72. Austin Eckler, 18.9. Uh, Najee Harris had 5.2. That was an extremely disappointing game on, on his end. Uh, but Devontae Adams, 16.4. Debo Samuel, 21.3 points. He was a wide receiver, one without catching a ball for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's he went out for next couple weeks. Luckily, sounds like he'll get him back just in time for the playoffs. Uh, Rob Gronkowski's back, 18.8 points. Uh, Jamar Chase, 5.4. Daniel Jones gave him 14.58. And then the Patriots defense gave him 22 points. Boy, it's nice having that Patriots defense on your on your squad. Yeah, really is. But, yeah, Kyle getting that win. And Clarence not getting a win. Rough. It was rough for all caps. On to the next recap. We have Buffalo Soldiers taking down Zeke and Destroy. Uh, Max just trying to salvage whatever he can out of this season. And we thank you. And we do thank you. We get you know just keep beating those teams we need you to beat. Um, of course I was one of them. So cool on that part. <laughs> but one thirty six to ninety seven. Uh. Very respectable performance out of out of the Buffalo Soldiers, and uh, you know, side ninety-seven. You just got to score more if you want to get that win. Derek Carr getting the losing team twenty points. Zeke thirteen point nine. David Montgomery eight point nine. Justin Jefferson twelve point two six. Tyler Lockett getting you twelve. Noah Fant two point seven. Elijah Moore. Uh, the rookie comes back in at quarterback, and the rookie wide receiver struggles. Ain't it a bitch? Just put Flacco back in. Ty, uh, Tyrod Taylor, 12.8. And the Saints defense getting you six points. On the winning side, though, it was Matt Stafford. It was the top ten performance. 21 points. Saquon, he was back and, um, and just still playing. So that's cool. He's got seven points. Uh, seven points th- that week from him. Seven points both weeks, pretty much. So you're expecting more out of Saquon. 
But Cordero Patterson. RB9. RB number nine. He does everything. And, well, he's doing it well. Jacoby Myers, 14.3 points. This guy does... He produces without touchdowns. So just think one of these days when he starts scoring some touchdowns. T. Higgins, 21 points. Had him on my bench in one of my leagues. A week that I really should have started him. Held on to him all year. Why would I not? Well, good for you, Max. You started him. You got a touchdown and 114 yards out of the deal. Kyle Pitts, 3.6. George Kittle, where did you go? Where'd you go, Kittle? 1.8. Van Jefferson, 17.8. That was a good start, and people who started him were quite happy. Browns, 20 points. That was an interesting start against the Baltimore Ravens, and, well, it paid off because we mentioned earlier four four interceptions out of Lamar. Buffalo Soldiers getting that win, three and nine. Zeke and destroy. Five and seven. Yep, absolutely. Then on to our next matchup. We had the Glizzy Gods, the number one seed, squeaking a win out. 125.08 points for him. On the other side, Michael, another heartbreaker. 122.68 points. Um, let's see who's to blame. Barnacle Boy Burrow, 15.4 points. RB1-ish Harris. 11.7, sick trade Mitchell, 26.3. Oh, that's a jab. Fuck. Yeah, Brandon Ayuk, as good as Jefferson. I'm not sure which Jefferson he's talking about. Uh, I It can't be Justin, because that's just not true. Big Mike, little performance, 3.1. Dawson Knox, 17.7. Good job hanging on to him. Uh, then uh, Devontae Smith, 3.2 and getting injured. Andy Dalton, 16.28. Uh, pretty good performance, but time to go back to the bench with you. Uh, the Texans, 17 points. On the other side for the Glizzy God, though. Herbert, 18.22 points. Miles Gaskin, 18.2. Gervonta Williams, 19.6. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr., MJJ, 7.3. DK Metcalf, wide open, 1.8. Dalton Schultz, 14.1. A.J. Dillon, 17.5. Jalen Hurts, 6.36. And 22 points for the Bills defense. Did you hear the D.K. Metcalf uh, rumor? Why why Russell's not throwing his way? Why is that? Um, so do you remember when uh, he got outed for trying to have a foursome? Yeah. He hasn't had a good game with Russell Wilson since. What? Yep. Meanwhile, Tyler Lockett's in his Bible group. Ooh. Just saying. C. Uh, Stu, 125, 10-2, deserves a foursome. Michael, 122.68, needs to go back to his Bible group. Yes, uh, get right with the Lord. Oh, yeah, you're right. He hasn't had a good game since then. No, not not one with Wilson. He's had four games with him, not a single good game. Well, hopefully that attempted foursome was worth it. Hopefully you got it. Um, on to the next recap. We have Puff Puff Pass taking down the Fetus Eaters, 123-103. to 
We all thank you for that as well. Anyone beating anyone right now, just thank you. Thank you for winning. Um, Besides the people ahead of me. Yeah, don't win. Screw you guys. Uh, Russell Wilson, getting it done for Keller. 19 points. Just trying to shake that rust off. Joe Mixon, top two player on the week, 31 points. Kenyon Drake, good for five. Well, close, four points there. Cortland Sutton, 2.7. You pay the guy, give him more than three targets. On to Brandon Cooks, 13 points. Wide receiver, 22 at the moment. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, 11 points. Mike Mike Williams. Williams. Mike Williams, plug and play, three, uh, 5.9 points. Marvin Jones, 21. Mac. That is Mac. That's Mac Jones, quarterback. Uh, Mac Attack, fit to uh, 21.5 points. He's just the perfect fucking Patriots quarterback. That's what it is. Yeah, it just seems to be just everything's right in the world when he's throwing, throw, throw, throwing for the Patriots. It's like we'd never, we never lost Brady. Buccaneers defense getting you 15 points. It was enough. And on the other side, Todd, it just wasn't. Tom Brady struggling against Indy, 10.4. Uh, Naeem Hines, 1.4. Tony Pollard, 8.8. Deontay Johnson, 14 targets, nine, 14 targets and 14 points. Adam Thielen, two touchdowns, 22 points. Mike Gesicki, 3.2. Cole Beasley, getting you seven points. Catching all five of his targets, just need more out of the Bs. Josh Allen, 25. Panthers defense, getting you 10. Todd, 7-5. Keller, he's up to 5-7. This is close. Yep. Definitely close. On to our final matchup of week 12. We had Costin. Clumpy giblets. Sadly, taking the loss to the A&B Ass Eaters, Nick. He had 123.42 points on the other side, 98.38 points. For Costin, let's get into the people they should blame. Jimmy Garoppolo, he's handsome. 10.2, just not enough. Nick Chubb, 4.9. James Robinson. 11, Michael Gallup, 15.1, Darnell Mooney, though, that that was fun on Thursday, 17 points, Darren Waller, 5.3, Hollywood, 9.1, Aaron Rodgers, 27.78, we talked about him earlier, and then the Titans defense, negative two. Negative Ghost Rider, the pattern is full. So yeah, that was that was pretty rough. What uh That was a bad start. Yeah, it was. It was a really bad start. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't think the Patriots would just put them on them like that. The Titans defense has been amazing as of late, but um yeah. Jalen Waddle on the bench hurts. That one hurts. You wouldn't have gotten the win for the record if you did start him, so at least you don't have to kick yourself over that. But Nick Getting the win on the other side. Tua, 11.2. JTT, Mr. Taylor, 17.7. Dalvin Cook, we talked about him getting hurt, 11.3. 
Terry McLaurin, 8.1. DJ Moore, welcome back a little bit, 14.3. Dan Arnold, uh, getting hurt on IR. 1.4 points. Darnell Anderson, 15.3. Uh, Tannehill, 6.12. And then the Dolphins defense, 38 points. Yeah, it was, well, I mean. I mean, that was the swinger. Yeah, it really was. The defense. The <laughs> defense. It really was. Just a massive performance from the Dolphins. D. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, Costin five and seven, and then uh, Nick. He is up to six and six, and the four seed back in the hunt. Started off the year real rough. He's there. So, but we all have some must-win games coming up. We will get into them after we listen to our quick commercial. I got a tummy ache. Aww. You better get that bowl. I got it. Hold on a second. Okay. Is that my favorite bowl? Yeah. Mm. Here we go. We taking turns, taking shits in a glass bowl. I get excited, I can't hide it when I see a butthole. We taking turns, taking shits in a glass bowl. Uh-oh, glass bowl. So take a shit in this bowl for me, Cal. I'll take a shit in this bowl for you, Clump. Oh, take a shit in this bowl for me, shit in this bowl for me. Uh-oh, glass bowl. You riding shoddy, we heading home. Stop by the Dollar Tree to buy a glass bowl. Bust out the top so we don't make a mess. Last time you took a shit on my chest I laid back while you jack me off I'll jack you off too whenever I'm on top That butthole, I'm like, oh my god I just love it when you start dropping locks We're taking turns, taking shits in a glass bowl I get excited, I can't hide it when I see a butthole We're taking turns, taking shits in a glass bowl Uh-oh Glass bowl Let's hop in the back of my F-150 Get that glass bowl And let's get shitty Let's keep this a secret From Ember and Maggie Let's go out to the lake so they don't know That we're shaggy So take a shit in this bowl for me, Cal I'll take a shit in this bowl for you, Clump Oh, take a shit in this bowl for me Shit in this bowl for me Uh-oh Glass bowl I don't know where he comes up with this <laughs> shit. Oh, when they hit the chopped and screwed verse, though. Oh, it killed me. The glass bowl. Austin, I didn't know everyone, anybody knew about that. Mm-hmm. Back in the F-150. With that topper. With that, you've, all, you've, you've always been a topper man. I've never bought a truck that didn't have a topper. So that's two trucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, but you, you've always rocked them. Keep it on. Yeah. <laughs> keep on that top. Protection. Protection. Got to keep on that top. And no one can see the glass bowl performance. Even though dozens of people want to. Dozens, I say. Well done there. Well done. Ladies and gentlemen, a big one. Week 13. Game preview. Ladies and gentlemen, 
week 13. We have some absolute must-win games, so let's get into it. We're going to start off with the Golden God. Taylor, Mark, 6-6, six and six, 5 seed. Needing that win. Todd, defeated Cedars on the other side, 7-5, and five, the 3 seed. Also still needs that win as the 3 seed. One win, though, should lock him up for the playoffs. So, uh, yeah, do, do or die for him. And let's get into it. Tom Brady for Todd, 21.6 points. On the other side for the Golden God, Dak Prescott, 22.49 points. They're going up against the Falcons and uh, the Saints, respectively. Give me Brady and not Dak on a Thursday. Yeah. Even okay. though Dak just tore it up on a Thursday. Uh, it's, it's it's a Brady bounce-back game. It's He's going to get his wide receivers involved. Uh, four touchdowns out of – or five touchdowns out of the running backs – not gonna happen again. It's gonna be Brady with those TDs. Has he had much success against the Falcons? Nothing comes to mind. Onto the running back, Javante Williams, thirteen point nine five point. Jamal Williams, all these damn Jay Williams, thirteen point nine five points going up against the Minnesota Vikings and Tony Pollard, eleven point zero seven points on the other side for the Golden God. Melvin Gordon, 8.5 points, going up against the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday night. And then Lenny Fournette, 17.6 projected, going up against the Atlanta Falcons. Leonard Fournette's going to get four touchdowns. Oof. Oh, wait. No, I just said he wasn't going to. But I'm still going to pick him because he's the number five, six running back on the year. Yeah, it almost seems safer. I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to go Gordon and Fournette. Gordon Fournette. Gordon gets that work, too, especially when they're closing out games against Kansas you know, City. a shitty team like Kansas City. Yeah. On to the wide receivers. Deontay Johnson, 14.6 points, and Adam Thielen projected 15.2 points for Todd. They're going against the Ravens and the Lions, respectively, on the other side, though. Fuck this man. Hunter Renfro, 12.45 points, and then Stephon Diggs, 16. Nine points. Give me, give me Renfro and Diggs. Maybe I'm just biased from, from uh, getting my ass kicked. But yeah, you might be. I, I'm Diggs, gonna go with Diggs is the best receiver. That's why I'm right. But Johnson's getting those targets, you know, by the dozens every game. And Thielen, he's always a threat to score a touchdown or two. So yeah, I do. I do like Todd's. Wide receivers there. Yeah. I do know about, what, four weeks ago we went over, you know, top players and stuff like that. We talked about Stephon Diggs. He was, like, wide receiver 24. He's wide receiver 6 now. It did change pretty quickly. Yeah, he's he's on an absolute tear. It is New England that that he's up against. <laughs> that, is, that is also very true. That worries me. Yeah, that is a little worrisome. But we will see. Under the tight end, Zach Ertz, 10.5 points, coming off of a, a bye week, but a monster game before that going against the Bears. On the other side, Mark Andrews projected 13.5 points going up against the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Give me, give me Andrew. He's number two tied in. Might be number one by the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, I'll take Mark Andrews just because, well, he is that he is that top-tier tight end that, that he has been drafted to be, and he's performing as such. Yep. On the other, or uh, onto the flex, dub tight end over here for old, uh, old Ponka Todd. Mike Gesicki, 10.16 points. 
On the other side, Ramondre Stevenson, 9.05 points projected. They're going up against the Giants and the Bills, respectively. Give me Kasicki, actually. Yeah, I'm going to go with Kasicki as well. Um, Damian Harris is still there, and he's just... Well, he's gonna take he's gonna take a lot of that work. So Gasecki, uh, good possibility of a touchdown. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to him. All right. Under the superflex, we have Josh Allen. Uh, he has overtaken Jalen Hurts. He is now QB one going up against the New England Patriots. On the other side, we have QB six Patrick Mahomes projected twenty four point one seven points going up against the Denver Broncos. Honestly, give me Josh Allen. I don't like either matchups, but give me Josh Allen. Give me Patrick Mahomes. Give me Patrick Mahomes against Denver. Actually, I change it as well. Patrick Mahomes coming off of a bye against Denver. Yeah, I'll take Mahomes, actually. Uh, On to the defenses. We have the Minnesota Vikings projected 20 points. Uh, That is for Todd on the other side for the Golden God. Colts projected 20.4 points going up against the Houston Texans. I'm biased. Give me the Colts. Give me the... The matchups are there for both teams, but I'm going to take the Colts as well. Uh, Vikings defense has not put up a lot of points this year. Overall, who are you giving it to, Brock? Overall, I think I'm giving it to uh, the Golden God. You're going to give it to the Golden God. I will give it to the Golden God as well. Um, it's the running backs. It's the tight end. It's, it's Patrick Mahomes. It's the defense. So we're picking. I'm picking the Golden Guy to get that win. We both are. Yep. On to the next preview. We have um, A and B Ass Eaters taking on Wreak Havoc, all caps. A and B's projected to, well, dominate this game 144 to 114. Get into the quarterback matchup. Tua Tungavailoa for Nick. Projected 17 points against the Giants. And on the other side, Teddy Bronco. 16 points projected against Kansas City. Give me... Give me Teddy B. I'll take Teddy B. Give me Teddy B. On to the running back. Tevin Coleman and Mark Ingram. For Clarence, projected 9 and 8 points. On this side, Jonathan Taylor, Alexander, Madison. Nick. On to the wide receivers. Tyreek Hill, boom, no bust. 17 points projected going up against Denver. Kenny Galladay, smooth, rough routes, 10-9 projected. He's playing against Miami. On the other side, Terry McLaurin. He is living. He is living right. Um... He's just a really good, uh, really good wide receiver. Um, Tyreek Hill. Yeah, Tyreek Hill. I'll take Tyreek Hill. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Tyreek Hill off the bye, just like we picked Patrick Mahomes, because I think they got something to prove this week. Divisional game against the Broncos. I hope the Broncos beat their ass, but I don't think it's gonna happen. On to the tight end, we're taking Travis Kelsey over Evan Inger. On to the flex, we're taking... This one's a tough one here. Kadarius Tony versus Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Kadarius Tony against Miami. Ten points projected. Clyde... With Mike Glennon. Mike, Mike Glennon at quarterback. 
We're going to take Clyde because he's Clyde. been putting on some points whenever he's came back. He's got, yeah. Give me Clyde. Yeah, yeah. Give me Clyde as well. On to the super flex. We have Ben Roethlisberger, QB 23, 13.4, points projected against Baltimore. On this side, Darnell Anderson, 17 against Jacksonville. Darnell. Is that right? I'm going to go with Darnell as well. Uh, we're looking at defense now. Cardinals. For wreak havoc, it is Buddha in the squad. 20 points projected against Chicago. On the other side, Dolphins coming off a huge, huge week against the Giants. Um, this week, 16 points projected. They're both great. I'm going to take the Dolphins. Yeah, I think I'll still take the Cardinals. I'm not sure if Mike Glennon's going to turn over the football. Well, he may be completely ineffective. I know Justin Fields is going to turn over the football. History says so. Overall, who are we taking? I think we got Nick, Nick winning it all. Yep. Yep, Nick. Overwhelming fashion. Yep, I think so as well. On to our next matchup. We have the Buffalo Soldiers coming off of a win. Projected 134.43 points. Going up against the Glizzy God, 135.3 points. This matchup probably has the least significance throughout the entire league. One, one versus 12 here. Yeah, one versus 12 here. Um, like I said, if Max wins out and has a lot of luck on his side, he won't be last place, but more than likely last place. But let's get into it and see if this is the week it's official. On to the quarterbacks. Matthew Stafford projected 21.9 points going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And on the other side, Justin Herbert projected 20.15 points going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. Give me Stafford. Cincinnati's defense has looked really good so far in the last few weeks. They really have. Give me... Yeah, give me Matthew Stafford as well, but I think it's close. All right. Under the uh, under the running backs, we have Saquon Barkley, projected 16.8 points. That is for Max. He also has Cordero Patterson, projected 13.9 points going up against the Tampa Bay Bucks. On the other side, Miles Gaskin, he's getting touchdowns, 12.26 points, and James Conner, 16.4 points. They're going up against the Giants and the Bears, respectively. Give me Barkley and Patterson. I don't feel great about it by any means. I don't either. I think um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick James Conner to get a few touchdowns. I think Miles Gaskins could have a Miles Gaskin could have a great day too. I'm gonna take Gaskin and Conner. All right. Under the wide receiver, we have Jacoby Myers projected 11.3 points and T Higgins projected 13 and a half points. On the other side, uh, C D Lamb projected 16.5 points and DK Metcalf probably projected 14.4 points. Give me Lamb and Metcalf. I, th I think him and Wilson figure it out this week. If not, I think there's some truth to that for some shit. Yeah, there could be. Uh, they're saying to set DK. But I think they're full of shit. I'm, I'm starting DK, and I'm picking DK and CD because they're just great wide receivers. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're the better talent. 
On to the tight end, we have Kyle Pitts projected 10.72 points going up against the Tampa Bay Bucks, And then Dalton Schultz projected 10.92 points. He's going up against the New Orleans Saints on Thursday. Give me Dalton Schultz. Ridley is left and Pitts is, he's just getting double teamed nonstop. Can't get anything going. We all kind of hate Calvin Ridley right now. I know you do. Yeah, it's, I you know I don't. Yeah, I do. I do hate him. I mean, I don't hate him. I do like him still. I hope you listen to this, Calvin. I, I mean, hope it fucks with your mental health. Yeah, no, I, don't. No, I really don't. I get just, it, but no. Like I get, I get a couple games, yeah. but it's getting ridiculous. You just had all off season. Like what? Why didn't you tend to it then? It's getting a little bit ridiculous. I'm starting to get more upset as it, as the weeks go by. Yeah, and my team keeps losing. Yeah, but I'm going with the I'm going with the rook here. Give me the rook. All right, give me the rook. Kyle Pitts. Under the flex, more tight ends. George Kittle projected 13.2 points. On the other side, Logan Thomas projected 10.1 points. Give me Kittle. Give me Kittle as well. Logan get well. those targets, but uh, and a freaking touchdown. You know, called back. Yep. I thought I thought he caught it. Yeah, I thought he did too. I thought he caught it. I'm going with George Kittle. Under the Superflex, Van Jefferson, 11.8 points projected going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. On the other side, Jalen Hurts projected 21.2 points going up against the Jets. Give me Hurts. It's a bounce back game. Yeah, and I don't see two games consecutive for Van Jefferson. Uh, just, well, I don't... Well, he hasn't really done it yet this season. So, until he does that, I just... Jalen Hurts, questionable, bull, but questionable, bull, but I'm going with him. Yep, definitely. On to the defenses. The Rams projected 21.2 points going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. On the other side for a C-Stew, the Bills projected 13.4 points going up against the New England Patriots. Give me the Rams. That's a great matchup there for the Rams defense. They have to get right. they got to prove that they're worth all that hype, and this is the week to do it. Overall, who are you taking? Overall, I think... Think I'm taking Cistu, but it's close. It is very close. It is very close here, but I'm gonna go Cistu by by a C hair. I like it. I like. It. On to the next preview, we have Gingers pushing weed. It is Michael taking on Zeke and Destroy Connor. Um. Both teams, well, like I said, every team's needing to win. It's just, that's just the name of the game. Both teams on a two-game losing streak, though. Michael's projected to win this game one thirty-one to one twenty-one. The Gingers pushing weed. Starting quarterback Kyler Murray he has been out. Has really, I mean, it's really hurt a lot of people who own him. Mermaid man, what can you do this week? Are you going to play? 21 points projected against Chicago on this side. Connor rolling with Derek Carr. 17 points projected against Washington. You know, I've just I've been burned by uh, a bad ankle of Kyler Murray, so I'm going to go with Derek Carr. I as well have been burned. Give me Kyler Murray. On to the... Running backs, we have Damian Harris, RB1-ish, eight points projected for Michael. He's going up against 
Buffalo and sick trade, bro. Uh, Elijah Mitchell, he got you 10 points and 9 points in the previous game. So, why don't you suck a D there, Michael? 11 points projection against Seattle. How's Julio? How's, yeah, how's, how's Julio Jones doing for you on the IR? I know he's probably doing about the same as Amari Cooper's doing for me. Wait, did I get you? No, nah, I didn't get no. I didn't get Amari nope. Cooper. Different trade. Different trade. They're running. Oh, Darren Waller. He's hurt, too. Cool. On the other side, Ezekiel Elliott, 15 points projected against New Orleans. And, and, and Josh Jacobs, 13 points projected against Washington. I'm not picking. I'm not picking Michael's running backs here. I, I think it's closer than it think than it says, but yeah, give me Elliot and Jacobs. Yeah, I'm gonna take Elliot and Jacobs as Even well. Even if they pare down Elliot's work, he still has high, you know, touchdown upside. Yeah, just and Jacobs has actually looked good. Lately, Jacobs, so. yeah, yeah. So on to the wide receivers, Brandon Ayuk, as good as Jefferson, twelve point seven six against Seattle. Mike okay. Evans, that is big Mike. Evans, 15 points projected against Atlanta. It is. It is as good as Jefferson, but it's a lie. It's a lie. It's just Jefferson on the other side, and it's Tyler Lockett. That's who I'm picking in this matchup. Yep, I will take them as well. And the tight ends, Dawson Knox, NFL's number one. NFL's one on one and one something. I can't finish it. 9.3 points projected against New England. Going up against Noah Fant. Nine points projected against Kansas City. This is a coin toss. Ooh. Heads, it's Noah Fant. All right, flip a coin. It's Tails, I'm going Dawson Knox. All right, let me flip a coin. Tails, Dawson Knox as well. I think they're focused on stopping digs. Yeah, and there's got to be some offensive production yeah. somewhere. But on the on the flip side of that, proverbial coin fans going up against Kansas City may have a nice dosage of uh, Sorensen on them I don't know I don't know it's Ooh. close I talked myself out of it you talked me, me out of it too give, give me, me fan. fan let's go fan let's flip that coin it's green over there on his side I like that onto the um, other green team wide receiver rookie uh, wide receiver that's a rookie. Devontae Smith, 13 points projected. I think it's a get-right game for Devontae Smith. How do you feel? Uh, If he plays, I agree. He has an illness. He'll be fine. Um, He'll yeah, be fine. give me Smith on that. Over David Montgomery against I think Arizona. So. I think so. Yeah. I like it, too. I'm glad I talked you into it. Joe Burrow, Bonacle Boy, 20 points projected against the Chargers. On the other side, Tyrod, super flex there. 16 points projected against Indy for Connor. Let's go with Joe Burrow, Barnacle Boy. I will also take Joe Burrow. Yeah, I can see these guys really getting older and, and becoming Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. It's a good squad there. Uh, Ravens defense, 18 points projected. This is where the point discrepancy is coming from. Uh... They're playing against Pittsburgh, where where they yeah you can get points against them. 
Saints defense on the other side for Connor, six points projected against Dallas. That's why it's such a that I mean Is Dallas's offensive line right? Like are they still missing blindside tackles and shit? I mean they're actually I know they've actually gotten healthy. They're getting healthier at least. I could see the Saints just wrecking wrecking their day, but at the same time. You just never what you never know what you're gonna get. Too many explosive options for me. Yeah. As opposed to the Steelers, where I, it, I, I hate, I hate watching. I'm not a Steelers fan. I don't like Big Ben at all, but that is not fun to see. It's just not fun. We're going with the Ravens. Going defense. with the Ravens. Overall, who are you picking? Honestly, it was pretty split for me. I'm picking. Uh, I'm picking the upset here. I'm picking Connor to win this matchup. I think I'm picking Michael. Picking the gingers. All right. On to our next matchup. Got some must-win games. Like we said, they're all must-win. Kyle looking to officially lock up that one seed. Costin looking to uh, pretty much if Kyle doesn't score zero, he's going to lock up the one seed. So, yeah. Um, you could score zero if you want. Yeah, I know Costin would enjoy it. Um, they need a win sitting at 5-7 and seven in the nine seed. Let's just get into it. Um, quarterback, Matt Ryan, 13.63 points. Going up against the Tampa Bay Bucks. On the other side, Jimmy Garoppolo, he is handsome, 16.75 points going up against the Seattle Seahawks. Um, I know the matchup's green for Matt Ryan, but that line is going to terrorize him all day long. Give me Jimmy G. Yeah, I'm going to take Jimmy G as well. Yeah, there's a reason I passed up on streaming Matt Ryan in another league because I got no faith in taking Jimmy G. On to the running backs. We have Austin <laughs> Eckler projected 20.24 points and Najee Harris projected 16.76. On the other side, desperate indeed. Rojo, 4.7. <laughs> you know, for a second there, I forgot that we were doing my teams. <laughs> I picked no, no, my go ahead. own pick quarterback. Your, yeah, pick your own quarterback. I, I like the... Um, but... Rojo is definitely it's a dart throw. Yeah, I'm hoping they have the game in hand, and let's just save playoff money for the playoffs. Give Rojo some touches, boys. Makes sense. On the other side, Jeff Robinson, 13 points. Give me Eckler and Harris. On to the wide receiver, we have Jamar Chase, projected 14.4 points, and maybe Odell Beckham, projected 12.3. On the other side, Waddle, he is in the lineup this week, 14.4 points. And Darnell Mooney, 10.36 points. Oh, I just don't like Odell. Like, I don't like what he's bringing to the to the game. Like, he's just not doing anything. I know he did something last week, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, Darnell's lunar. Darnell's looking good. 10.3 seems a little low. To the moon. Waddell has a, has a nice matchup. Yeah, but last week he didn't, <laughs> and and he and so I don't I don't know. Yeah, fantasy uh, football. Fantasy football is a weird thing. Stupid. That's why I'm going to pick Waddle and Mooney. All right. On to the tight end. We have Rob Gronkowski, thirteen point two, and not Darren Waller. Safe to say. Yeah, safe to say. My waiver didn't process from a tight end I wanted last night. All right. 
2.7 points for him. Uh, Gronk, of course. Onto the flex, Dallas Goddard, 10.28 points. On the other side, Hollywood Brown in the flex, 13.2. They're going up against the Jets and the Steelers, respectively. Give me Hollywood. Onto the super flex, Heineke projected 16, we'll just say 17 points. And then Zach Wilson on the other side, 14.4 points. Another spot start, give me Heineke. And onto the defense, we have the Patriots projected 8.6 points going up against the Buffalo Bills. On the other side for Costin, Bengals. 8.3 points going up against the Chargers. None of these matchups are good. So You're taking the Patriots. Yeah, I guess. Get, Allen has been shown to, you know, throw a lot of interceptions, and he's he's made some bad decisions this year. Um, Herbert hasn't – I mean, he's had some down games, but it hasn't been a turnover fest. It's just been I'm starting the Bengals in two leagues, and I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. But they're there. Yep, Patriots. All in all, I got to give it to Kyle and the bumholes. As you should. On to the final recap. Not recap. By the final preview of week 13. It is Avril Levine and the HJs taking on Puff Puff Pass. Both both teams 5 and 7. It's, it's, a, it's a must win, boys. And it's Brock and it's Keller and it's it's a good matchup here because it's 139 to 143 projected. Brock's the favorite here. Kirk Cousins for Brock, 19 points projected against Detroit. Carson Wentz on the other side for Keller, 17 points projected against Houston. Is it is it Jonathan Taylor four touchdowns or is it Carson Wentz getting some getting some love? That is the ultimate question, but I will take Kirk Cousins against Detroit in that division divisional matchup because um, I think it's going to be Jonathan Taylor on the other side. So, On to the running backs, Joe Mixon and Alvin Kamara. If Alvin Kamara plays, and I think Keller's running backs have such a huge advantage against Brock's in this this matchup. Gibson questionable against Vegas. Burita, I do like that as a, a pickup and put him in there. They're starting to use him more. How I'm doing it in another league. Um against New England though. That that could be could be trouble. But yeah, Mixon and Kamara for me. Mike Williams for Keller against Cincinnati, 12 points projected. Brandon Cooks, 14 against Indy. On the other side, Brock, they're projecting Cooper Cup for 22 points. And Keenan Allen, I'm taking Brock's wide receivers because, well. It's like him with running backs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, great, great group of running backs there for Brock, and uh, it's helping him score a bunch of points this year. On to the tight end, TJ Hawkinson for Keller, 10 points projected against Minnesota, and for Brock, Tyler Higby, 9 points projected against Jacksonville. Don't know what I want. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Tyler Higby here. Um Yeah, the Rams, I think they're just going to come out and score a bunch a bunch of points against Jacksonville. Even though it's proven to be a decent defense. They're a physical defense, that's for damn sure. Yeah, yeah, maybe. 
It doesn't feel good, but I'm going to go with Tyler Higby. Cortland Sutton for Keller. 10 points projected against Kansas City. On the other side, Chris Godwin. I'm going to take Chris Godwin against Atlanta. Like I said, I think those wide receivers get involved, and Godwin doesn't fumble as soon as he catches his first pass this week. Uh, Russell Wilson going up against Kirk Cousin. This is a oh, matchup. Holy shit. I just changed it. I didn't know if it would affect you or not. It's Lamar Jackson. I had Kirk Cousins in my QB spot, and I didn't realize that, so I had to. So Russell Wilson versus Lamar Jackson. I was say I thought I already went over Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that that was I didn't I didn't know it update it without you. There goes that short term memory thing. You know, it's well done, sleeper. It's it's quick. It's quick with it, and so we're going Lamar Jackson uh, against Russell Wilson, and. It's Russell Wilson against San Fran, projected 19, and it's Lamar Jackson against Pittsburgh, 22 points projected. I'm going to give it to Lamar. And on to the defense, the Buccaneers for Keller, projected 16 points against Atlanta. On the other side, Philly's defense playing against the Jets. Brock likes to see that matchup. He likes the thought of them going up against Zach Wilson and that terrible Offense. I'm going to take the Eagles defense here. Overall, I... I... Gosh, that's tough. I'm going to give it to Brock. I'm going to give it to Brock. I think Brock wins this game and... And, uh... Ruins. I mean, are you guys going to be watching this game together? Are you guys going to watch some football together Sunday? I don't know. I don't, even, I don't know what my plans are this weekend. It'd be a good idea. I mean, this is means a lot. This game means a lot for you guys. I don't know if we want to watch each other tilt. That's what adds to the greatness of fantasy football. I guess, yeah. It's true. It's big. It's a big game for you guys. I Personally, I don't think that I have a shot either way. So, I'm not giving up. Just giving up hope. Yeah, I'm just I'm hoping for the best. That's where I'm at. Five and seven, that's rough. That's but all you can do. My team scores, so I don't. They haven't last two weeks. They've kind of let me down, so they definitely need to get their shit together. But still alive. Just need you got two weeks to do it. Need some wins. Need some losses. You know, it's you know how it goes. Say your prayers, folks. That's right. Absolutely. Eat your vitamins, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the uh, FGBO podcast. Week 12, another stellar episode in the books. Yeah, and like always, we appreciate all six of you guys listening. Yeah, thank you for the smattering of applause. Um, I'll start sending out some more. Uh, I'll send it to Taylor, and because he does have a team in this league at this point. He might actually listen. <sighs> it's tight, boys. It's tight. Connor gets the only pass. He's in college. He has shit to do. The rest of us? Nothing. 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 Take a break from your miserable lives, you pieces of shit. Yep. Anyway. Still got room for a guest or two, so... Uh, we have a guest next next week. All right. Surprise guest next week, guys. Uh, tune in. Tune in. Definitely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for listening. And as we always say here at the FGBL Podcast... Keep Keep it it crispy. crispy.
You guys are bitches. You guys are bitches. You guys are bitches. You don't even know what you're talking about. You guys are assholes. I want my I want my money back. 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 You guys are bitches. I want my I want my money back. I want my I want my money back. You guys are bitches. You don't even know what you're talking about. You guys are assholes.